What's up, friends? Welcome back to Beyond the Moon and Stars podcast. I hope all of you guys are doing amazing today. Um, if you don't know me already, I'm Chloe Schultz, and today I have a friend with me. Hello, my name is Peyton Thomas. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. He is such an amazing guy, and I'm so excited to have him here today. Um, today we're going to talk about our big and nasty mistakes and how Jesus loves us so much through all of that. Yeah, this is one of my favorite topics. So when Chloe asked me to um, talk to her a little bit about it and um, have a conversation in front of the listeners, I was super stoked. Um, Chloe's an amazing human and um, I love talking with her and spending time with her. So I'm really excited for our conversation and uh, I'm hoping that you guys can get something out of it and hopefully a little bit of encouragement as well. So. Yep. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So... <laughs> All right, Peyton, today I want to talk to you about this because um, I've made mistakes myself and they have been not too pretty and they've led me to dark and deep spaces and holes and I was just wondering, like, how does God love me, like, through um, all these trials and stuff? Yeah, I, um, so a little bit about me, I grew up going to church all the time, um, and my dad's actually a pastor and so I grew up having a lot of knowledge I guess about the Bible um, and about all the rules of do's and don'ts like don't do this do this um, the thou shalts and thou shalt nots you know um, and I, I would like have those just memorized because they were rules and that's what I thought they were and that's what you have to do in order to be close to God or be a good Christian or whatever and so I grew up with all these rules and I would do my best to try to follow them and because of that, I was, you know, I was the innocent child in mm-hmm. school, elementary to high school, and everyone was like, "Yes, Payne, he he's the innocent one. He doesn't like do anything bad, like all these things." And I kind of lived into that, and not and not outwardly, but definitely inwardly. Up until I went to college, I was very um, self righteous and prideful of the fact that I didn't make mistakes, uh, or at least the big mistakes in quotes, right? Um, like I wasn't doing drugs or having sex or um, getting drunk, you know, and all these things that I was seeing my peers do, um, I was like, well, at least I don't do those things. And, and it wasn't out- outwardly, but it was definitely inwardly of like, I think I'm better than them because I'm not doing these things, right? And mm-hmm. I think I'm closer to God or I think I'm a better person because I'm not doing those things, right? And then as I as I got to college, um, I started seeing these people around me do more of these things, and then some of my friends doing them, and then, oh wait, now I'm doing some of these things I said I was never going to do. Um, and uh, with that, a lot of it, like, I, there was some guilt and shame that came with a lot of it. Um, and then I had to, we can talk about that in a little bit um, later, but like this guilt and shame that comes along with it, like um, I had to navigate that. And then it went from um, guilt and shame of like, oh wait, now I'm doing these things I said I was never gonna do. I feel so far from God, um, and then it, and then it transformed into, oh my gosh, like God loves me just as much now as He did before. Mm-hmm. That means everyone I used to judge for doing all these things and think I was better than them, um, that God actually loves them just as much as He loves me, and like there was this transformation in my heart of like going from self righteous, going from I'm better than everyone to. Um, God loves everyone so much, and even when they make mistakes, that's like, that's like what He died for. And so, um, it kind of allowed me to switch my mentality from um, our actions are um, 
what gives us value in the eyes of God to just the fact that we're a child of God um, gives us our value. And so it's been a, a, a crazy kind of transformation. And I think I needed to make those mistakes in my life um, in order for God to teach me those lessons yeah. because I might be just as self-righteous now as I was before if I hadn't made those mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I um, really liked when you pointed out the guilt and shame that you felt like during um, those dark times because I've been in like moments in my life where like I just feel so guilty and shameful like um, when I make like even if it's just like one little mistake I'm just like oh my gosh why did I do that I messed up like I'm off track now I I can't speak to God the same anymore like I can't um, I'm not good enough for him or um, just a whole bunch of thoughts that aren't negative that are most likely coming from the devil Um, and they just like pull me away from Christ and it's like me doing it like myself I'm just like no I can't talk to you and it's kind of cool how like um I feel like after that one time we were at youth um when you said like you have to check the um, return address return address (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. um I feel like ever since then I've been checking that return address and I'm like okay it's from the devil it's not from me I don't need to like back away from God God loves me the same still like it's gonna be okay Mm -hmm. and um yeah, it's actually really helped me, like, through a lot, like, mm-hmm. this past few weeks, but... Yeah, let me yeah. explain that return address for mm-hmm. your listeners. Because <laughs> I'm like, what is that? They're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, so when um, when you receive a letter, I don't know if any people receive letters often anymore, but, or let's say when you send a letter. When you send a letter, you write the address of the person you're sending it to on um, in the middle, and then on the top left corner... You give your address. That's the return address. Similarly, when you receive a letter, your name is in the middle, and then the person who you got it from is in the top left corner. That's the return address. And so when we have these thoughts, whether it's guilt, shame, or whether it's a positive thought, um, all of our thoughts have a return address. So when we're talking about the idea of guilt and shame and this return address, it's like, okay, I'm having these thoughts. Where are they coming from? Right? That's about the return address. Where, is, where are these thoughts coming from? And so I was mentioning um, at that group that Chloe and I were at, I said, okay, so now when we have these negative thoughts, let's check the return address because if it's not from God, then I don't really want to like open the letter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or I might have already read the letter. I check the return address. Okay, I don't need to put any weight behind that letter. Like, I don't need to listen to it. That's cool. We have a choice of like how much weight we put behind what people say. Um, I get it. I get to choose whenever people talk to me like, um, okay, you told me this about myself or you claimed this about me. Oh, I have an option to give you give that give that um, statement or you a lot of weight behind that. Or I can be like, um, that's actually not consistent with God's behavior or God's ideas of me. So I'm not going to put any weight behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the, the guilt and the shame, I actually it's like. I don't, know if, I don't think I'm ADD, but I just have a lot of energy and I get distracted very easily. <laughs> um, and so it's sometimes hard for me to pray like in my head. So I keep like a journal and I call them like letters to God and it's like my prayer because it's hard for me to like focus and just like close my eyes, you know, because of my thoughts just like wander. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I've had this journal for like several years now and before I got to college even. And once I got to college and I, I was explaining earlier how I started making a lot of these mistakes, um, for over a year, I was looking back at my journal a couple days ago and for over a year, I didn't write one letter to God. And it was during that year that I was making all of these mistakes. Yeah. And I was like, I guess I wasn't doing it because I didn't feel like worthy enough to be in God's presence. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because I had this guilt and this shame around me. Yeah. 
um, of like, wow, because I'm doing these things, God isn't loving me, or I'm not worthy, or I don't want to like admit things to God, or or whatever it was. Um, and what I'm realizing about guilt and shame is um, one. So guilt is like I did something stupid, and shame is I am stupid. And I don't think either one is right, but I think especially shame comes from the devil of like, I am something that God, like if I say I am stupid or I am um, a messy person or I am a failure, then um, that's that's going against what God calls us. Mm-hmm. Like God calls us beloved, God, called, God calls us conquerors, God calls us his ch- children. Um, and, if, and if we call ourselves a failure, that's going against who who our identity is ultimately in, which is God. And so with guilt, it's I did something stupid or I did fail, but that doesn't change your identity. Like I might still be a conqueror, even though I didn't wake up um, on my first alarm or whatever, right? Um, Just because I failed one morning doesn't mean I'm not a conqueror. Like doesn't change my identity. Mm -hmm. So when when we fail, let's make sure we, we aren't putting shame to that. Like we're not changing who our identity is in just because we did something stupid. Because I real I used to put my identity in how many of the Ten Commandments I followed, you know, <laughs> or like how many rules I followed. And God's like, um, actually, your identity is in who I tell you you are. And the Bible says, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, um, God like made us. God formed us. Yeah. And so that means like no matter before before we even made one achievement, before we even took our first breath, um, God had already told us who we are yeah and that's pretty cool that means like nothing we can do can change what god feels about yeah. us and i feel like right now like in today's world there's so many like different views on who god is and like i just like after like <laughs> getting so close to him over this past few months i feel like god is just love and that's yeah. all he is like he is just like like love <laughs> and um i feel like god like people view god as like some type of king like he is king but like someone who like looks down at us and is like you're right or you're wrong and or like when we open the gates of heaven like oh like you're going to hell or like this or that but like I just feel like God is so like graceful and like merciful and like he's I don't know he's just love you know um but yeah, it's kind of crazy how like different viewpoints, like one mistake we make and people think that God's going to like hate mm. us for like, or yeah. like doesn't want to speak to us. But like, that's like far from true. He still wants to be there for us and love us as much as he loved us through like, um, our highs. He wants to love us through our lows at like same amount. Yeah. Um, that's so good. Yeah. And I do think too, like, I think that every mistake we make, every path we take, God is going to turn it into like... Mm like graves into gardens he's gonna literally turn our worst like times into the most beautiful times for us like he's gonna use us wherever we're at whether that's in the deepest darkest spot or Mm -hmm. like in the most beautiful spot yeah yeah that's so good he's the god of revival like um whatever the enemy's trying to like destroy us with he's gonna use it for good like if i wouldn't have made those mistakes i wouldn't be here talking to you about same yeah that's crazy how that works <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but i especially i preach that because literally like the darkest spot that i've ever been in like has led me here today mm-hmm. and like has drawn me closer to god and yeah. if i didn't go through that if i wasn't at like the, my darkest moment i wouldn't have even been able to go to god like before that i was just like oh like he's 
king, whatever. Like, I go to church on Sundays, and I go to youth on Wednesday nights, but I don't really understand, like, what God is. I just kind of go because my parents make me go. Um, But, like, my sophomore to senior year, kind of, I fell in the deepest, darkest space, and it was out of shame and guilt, and it was out of, like, like, me telling myself I'm not enough, and me telling myself I'm not beautiful and me telling myself I'm not worthy of his love and because of my mistakes and so um that is what led me to him because I had no one else to go to and lean on and so I leaned on him and he showed me his love and his grace and and now I'm preaching it because I feel like everyone needs to know that like no matter where you are in life like God's love and he's gonna love you so hard harder than anyone else can and like he's gonna pull you out of that mess and make make it beautiful yeah and use you for something (laughs) that's so good (laughs) oh that's so good amen uh yeah I I love what you said about like hitting basically like once you hit rock bottom it's like okay I need God Mm because I think a lot of people are um I can do this on my own like I don't necessarily need God yeah he's cool I'll go to church on Sunday but um like, it's almost like I don't need a savior right now because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing pretty okay. Like, my life doesn't suck. Um, so I don't really need a savior. And it isn't until, like, I make mistakes or you hit rock bottom and we're like, I just can't do this on my own. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, now I've tried and I'm realizing I can't do it on my own. And we need, it's like we need a savior. Um, and so I think a lot of people don't under- fully grasp this concept of love or this concept of even Jesus mm-hmm. because they either haven't hit rock bottom or they haven't made these mistakes where like I need God because their whole life has been so comfortable that um they don't they're not in need of someone to have mercy on them or give them grace and it isn't until you seek that uncomfort or you make those mistakes or you hit rock bottom that you're like okay I just can't do this on my own anymore I need someone and I think that's kind of cool that um we've experienced obviously hard things but it's turned us into like I need a savior now like I can't do this on my own like obviously we've tried to do it on our own and now we realize that we can't and if I hadn't tried to do it on my own in that season I you know I definitely want to be here right now Mm -hmm. and so when I'm thinking about people in my life that maybe aren't fully able to understand this concept of love um I was reading I was reading in the bible the other day or this morning or something um and it was basically like it's really hard to con like to understand the grace of God until you really need it. Like, mm-hmm. if if I in high school, my high school self that was innocent and self righteous, I didn't understand the grace of God because I never needed it. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty good on my own. Like, you know, like I make, I'm not making a lot of mistakes. Um, I feel like God would justifiably love someone like me because I'm being a nice person. And it wasn't until I started making all these mistakes that I'm like, I need the grace of God right now because otherwise. I'm helpless you know yeah and I, I think that's so cool that through our mistakes and through our shortcomings that's when like where we are weak he is strong you know yeah um and I think that's so cool realizing the depth and the need for God's grace amen it's beautiful yep you guys heard it here <laughs> God is love <laughs> through our valleys and through our mountains yep all right Thank you guys for listening today. I hope you guys enjoyed and got something out of that. Um, yeah. (laughs) 
Thank you for having me, Chloe. I appreciate it. I love talking about this, and I love your podcast. You guys, Chloe's podcast inspired me to start my own. I, I her first few episodes made me cry, and then I've been listening to every episode since. So I'm in full support, and I'm just—it's an honor to be on. The yeah, go listen to it, Peyton Thomas. I started listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.